Hola, mommy. Welcome back to another episode. Today, I am super excited to introduce a very special guest, a good girlfriend of mine who has the gift of being a plant mom and who has the capability of making your home so much more grounded. I am happy and excited to introduce Miss Claire onto the show today. Welcome. Hello. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. <laughs> Okay, so it's funny because like Claire and I just recently met, although we've known each other via Insta for like a long time, at least a couple of years. Yeah, at least a couple of years. Um, Claire, I mean, would you consider like you did a good amount of modeling? Yeah, no. When I was in when I was living in LA, that was definitely a good source of income for me. Okay. But I think like, <clears throat> excuse me, I think. A lot of like my modeling came from, um, I don't know, I just, I really enjoy like being behind the camera. I don't even, it's, let's see. The reason that I got into modeling really was to create a space for women that were not super duper small, that were not, you know, white, blonde hair, blue eyes was not that kind of cookie cutter mm -hmm. vision of beauty that, you know, we've kind of been, I don't like it's been shoved down our throats for so long. And I yeah. think that now it's, it's changing, mm -hmm. which is wonderful. And that's kind of why I got into it when I started in LA, because I wanted to show people that like, Hey, I'm not a size zero. I'm a size, like kind of like very between a size six and a size eight. And like, I got some meat on my bones. I have cellulite. I have bumps. Like I, you know, yeah. I'm natural. I'm, you have a very distinct look to you though. Hmm. Like your freckles mm -hmm. and um, just like your thick brows, long hair, and you're tall as fuck. Right. You got right. some legs. Right. A lot of legs. A lot of legs. Dude, I'm like all fucking legs. Legs. Legs for days. <laughs> yeah, thank you with a triple C. <laughs> yes. So Claire and I just had sushi today, and uh, the lobster roll that I got was a Thicky. A thicky. Thicky. Yes, she was thicky. So what's what are you? What's your mix? I am half Mexican, okay. German, Native American, Irish. And then I just found out recently, thanks to my sister doing 23andMe, oh. that we're Amazonian. Legs. Legs, which is <laughs> fucking great. And if whoever's listening to this, if you follow me on Instagram, you've known that, like, that I also am Wonder Woman for pediatric hospitals. And like Wonder Woman, she's an Amazonian. You as really well. do look so like, like her. Thank you. Oh, and I know you guys can't see this, but Elisa today surprised <laughs> me with this Wonder Woman shirt from Target. So how appropriate that we're talking about this now. <laughs> um, but yeah, my dad was from Mexico, uh, born and raised in Zacatecas, mm. and my mom is from Michigan. Okay. So my mom, I don't really look anything like my mom. I think you guys do. Really? Yeah. I think it's the eyes. Okay. Yeah. I'll take it. I think and my the mom's beautiful. And just, oh my gosh, she's so cute. She's so she's cute. She's so fucking cute. She's like <laughs> 5'2", just this little like ball of energy. Yep. She's got this beautiful smile that just lights up the place. She's a fucking light if I've ever seen one. But um, I think, like I thank you for saying that because I, like I said, I think my mom's beautiful. I think that my mom and I are personalities. Mm -hmm. Definitely are much more I, I don't know I think we're kindred spirits hmm. for sure but oh excuse me um but my father passed away 13 years ago mm -hmm. um he was hit by a drunk driver so I haven't really had that chance to kind of nurture that 
that relationship, side. that yeah. side. Yeah. Yeah. So it was interesting growing up with my mom being both the masculine and feminine role in our relationship and my childhood, raising my sister and I. I have a younger sister who's also bomb as fuck. Uh, but yeah. Now, that's difficult. I mean, one, especially for your mom being like a single mom mm-hmm. and everything, but like you're a pretty dominant person. Like she did a very good job of like matching and balancing like femininity mm-hmm. and also masculinity. Mm-hmm. And especially since you did have an absent father, you know? Right. So it's a, thank you. Um, I think that that's definitely something I pride myself on. Like I do really love a lot of the qualities and characteristics that I have that I've come to grow into as I grow older. Mm -hmm. But I think really finding that balance between masculine and feminine energy in one person is like crucial to being grounded. It's crucial to, you know, just growing and evolving as a person. And I think that people are, you know, people think like when they hear masculine energy, when it comes to like speaking about a woman, it's not like somebody that, physically looks more masculine like sure Mm -hmm. there are other you know there are women that physically look more masculine but you know qualities like i think being opinionated and having my voice and not being afraid to use it you're loud girl i am i'm fucking loud loud. like you know listen i love it yeah like i but the thing is that i i don't feel like i'm in everyone's face i'm no. not trying to yeah that's i just i don't feel that way like if i have something to say then i'm gonna say it and but it's like i don't know i feel like being a woman obviously like you can understand this like women that are assertive and like fall into their voice and you know are unapologetically themselves when it comes to speaking out about things or whether it's like speaking up for yourself other people or just you know kind of whatever it is like speak up and make room for yourself. But I, I also feel like an assertive woman is equated with a bitchy woman. Yeah. And that is just, that's something that I really, really am trying to steer away from. And I think a lot of men these days, especially when it comes to dating and, and any form of, you know, being intimate, it's like that assertiveness or just, you know, a woman being on her shit guys Mm -hmm. get very egocentric as soon as their ego is bruised and it's like attack mode almost and it's so it's so weird like i just i obviously i'm not a man and i can't really speak on why it is that that seems to happen but in my dating experience i've definitely found that like you were just saying it's you know kind of flares up their ego yep and uh, for me personally, I think in just trying to understand like why that is, I think it's, you know, having an independent woman or having an independent partner, it can be intimidating because they don't need you. Right. And that's what I say to like, uh, you know, I don't really date too often, but like when I do find somebody that I click with and I want to share myself with, mm-hmm. cause that's exactly what dating is. Like is sharing your emotions, your intimacy, like there's sharing so much about you. Like I want to make sure that that person is capable of handling something like that, mm-hmm. you know, and if they can't, that's not necessarily a slight to them. Like that's just not where they're at on their path. But like, I don't have fucking time for that. I'm not going to make time for it either because I know who I am. I'm independent and I love that so much about myself. And like, I don't think that independence is something that people should be afraid of. Yeah. I don't. When I, I see like before I really like 
felt so empowered in myself. I would see an independent woman who's just like on her fucking shit. And yeah. to me, that was like, whoa, she's <laughs> so like, I want to be her yeah. when I grow up. I, it's sexy. It's sexy, dude. We were it talking totally about this is. at lunch. Like sexuality, mm -hmm. like your sex drive and just like your sensuality, it doesn't have to be that like intimacy with another person. It's like your sexuality is that feeling that drive of like, going and crushing your dreams and mm -hmm. running your own business and like that like that sexuality to me i don't know it's just I'm, dude, I'm so glad you said that to me during lunch because like like we were talking about like sexuality yeah. it's just i still feel like i'm pretty young in my knowledge of mm -hmm. sexuality because for the longest time like i would equate sexuality to just physical sex and right. like intimacy and things like that but like you just said there's so much more to it like we're sexual and sensual beings mm -hmm. as individuals yeah absolutely and it, you know comes in so many places like you said running a business which you just fucking kill <laughs> thank you you do you inspire me <laughs> well i'm excited because you're now starting your business mm -hmm. so you've dabbled in a, a couple things so in la when you're out there you're doing a lot of modeling and that's mm -hmm. not how you were saying that that's, was kind of a support system for you out there right so how did you make the transition into Grounded Babes? But like, I guess before Grounded Babes, you did a lot of floral work, correct? Yes, yes. So I worked for a restaurant out there that I currently work at here. Um, but I <laughs> I don't even know, really know like how I got into it. I just, I think that, you know, I have my mom to thank again because she's always had like flowers and, you know, she's had plants in the house for a while, but um, <clears throat> I got really into flowers because I saw a need for it in the restaurant. Mm. Our centerpieces were looking a little sad. And for me, if I'm going to be spending so much time in a restaurant, I want to look at beautiful things. Yeah. And if I have the creative space and the creative mind to do it, and I can make more money doing it, then fuck yeah, I'm going to do it. So I just kind of took it upon myself to really become like the floral designer for North and there's a whole like psychology behind that like restaurant like architecture and like yes making sure like you just said i want to go to a restaurant and look at something pretty because yes. my food is good i'm looking at something pretty it smells good like it's such a scent like a heightened sensory it is and like people like although you might not really understand it and or like I guess acknowledge it in the present time like you don't sit down and maybe people do but like you don't sit down and like really look at everything in the restaurant mm -hmm. and um but it is like i was really working for COVID hit i was working on signing a deal um to do the flowers for multiple north not mm. just the one that i was at so okay. i was writing up this proposal and you know i really wanted to target like mental health and i guess what it does for our mental space having flowers and just having a living thing mm -hmm. in the restaurant and like you said when people like sit down like you see the food you smell the food it just like and everything else in your environment is contributing to your experience there yeah and it really really makes a difference like there is scientific fucking evidence stating you know that having flowers or having plants in your space makes a difference in your mental and your physical health because oh, yeah. the two are combined but and then COVID hit and I mean, obviously, like, I know that we all can understand this. Our lives were just turned upside down. So yeah. um, I, think I think it was turned upside down. But then like for creators like us, 
it was almost like that time that we needed to like, okay, I can't really do anything. So let's go inward. And like, right. what is it that we want to do? Right. I think a lot of projects came about during COVID. From, I think like, I feel like I, I wanted that to happen so badly for me because it, in California, I dude like, I, mean, I know we've talked about this before, yeah. like shit was popping off. Mm-hmm. for me like i from a spiritual realm and like physical and mental health and like my friend group and just like all literally being by the beach yeah. oh god i miss the ocean so much but like i i was really creative mm-hmm. i was motivated i you know all these different things and i think because i was like on such a high level and then COVID hit and I had to move back to Arizona. Mm-hmm. I moved back to Sun City West, which for those of you that you don't like, you don't know, Sun City West is a retirement community here in Arizona because my grandma lives out there and my mom lived out there and um, I had no other place to go. Mm-hmm. So being out there on top of dealing with the pandemic was just, I felt like I was being crushed mm-hmm. and I really like went into COVID understanding or nobody could really understand like what happened but like i went in telling myself like this is going to be difficult this is not something that's going to last a couple of weeks like you're going to need to figure something out Mm -hmm. and i just kept telling myself that and hoping that my brain would kind of work the way that it was in california where it would just you know if i was unhappy doing something i would find something else you know to To give me the drive to give me the drive and Alisa, I couldn't find anything. Mm. I, I was in such a dark place because I also was an empowerment coach out in California as well. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I, it was very, very small. I only had like three to five clients at a time because it, that can be draining work as yeah. well. But I set up boundaries that I really needed to for doing work like that. And I found that talking and listening and like helping other women find their voice and their confidence is what filled my cup up. Yeah. And because my cup was overflowing with, you know, that and doing flowers and having really good girlfriends that saw me for me, my cup was overflowing. Therefore it allowed me to continue to put as much energy and effort into the things in my life that I was. So when I couldn't interact really with other people, you know, I, I wasn't even at the mental space to be there for myself, let alone Mm -hmm. for another person. My cup just started draining and draining and draining. And there was, I was having a really hard time figuring out how to fill it up. So then when it became empty, I got to my breaking point and I was like, what the fuck am I going to do for the rest of my life? Like I had this whole thing planned out in my head. Um, it was really scary. And I think, you know, my mom, I, I don't, so actually um, I can tell you the exact moment that I transitioned over to plants. Okay. I, uh, it was my first room's trip. <laughs> <laughs> Down to the actual grounded plant. Dude, it, seriously, it yeah. was like something happened to me during that trip. And it, I created this connection, this like metaphysical connection to plants. And I've always loved them. I've always admired them, but I've never had this need to have them in my space. And that's what, that's what I have now is like, I need to have plants in my space because I just, they're beautiful. And I mean, honestly, I feel like that's why plants boomed during quarantine because 
there's so many wonderful things that they bring to us. Like yeah. I really love how much they held me accountable. Mm-hmm. It was really nice. Like being responsible for something, um, and watching it grow and watching it thrive and watching it create new babes and new leaves, like knowing that like, Hey, I'm doing this. Like, obviously the plant is doing it and she's going off, but like without me watering her or checking on her, you know, she wouldn't be able to do this. So I think it, it definitely gives people a wonderful sense of responsibility that, and a schedule as well, because some type of routine, a routine. Yeah. And I think that that, you know, that has been so important during this is just finding some type of routine for us. And yeah. So then, um, I mean, like, like, that shrimps trip was in California. And after that is when I just really started like buying plants and just getting into them. And I've always, since then, like I've just been really good with them. And then I just started researching a lot because I love to learn about plants. So I find myself often just kind of like researching different house plants that I don't know about and learning little facts about them. They're so interesting. They're so, there's so many of them. Yeah. And they're, they're just badass, and I want to learn about them. And I think understanding what they did for me mm-hmm. during the quarantine, you know, allowed me to come up with the idea of Grounded Babes. I love it. You know, it's crazy because, like, quarantine did hit a lot of us so differently. And, like, for me, I hit rock bottom. I mean, like, I lived in a 600-square-foot apartment, like, unemployed, and, like, was going through a breakup and, like, stuck in this apartment by myself, you know? And I was like, fuck. But it did make me hit, like, that rock bottom that to the point of, like, drinking two bottles of wine by myself a night Mm -hmm. to me being like, what the fuck am I going to do next? Like, I have a business. Am I going to do something with it? Am I going to go back to corporate America? Or, like, what? It made us, like... We almost like needed it. It was like a reset. Was it not though? No, it totally was. It was like, wake the fuck up. What are you going to do about it? Right. Because you're not happy. Right. Yeah. Dude, it forced people to like really analyze and like reassess their life. Yeah. So you created Grounded Babes Mm -hmm. during this time, I'm assuming, right? Mm -hmm. So what was that like eureka moment of like... Oh my God. Cause I know I had that with goddess race and I was like thinking mm-hmm. about my name and I was like, what the, like, what am I going to be? Like, yes, mm-hmm. I'm all about the goddess, but like, it can't be basic. Like we got to switch this up right. a little bit. You well, know? you're not a basic bitch. So ah! that's not basic. <laughs> so how did you come up with grounded babes? Because like your actual mission statement behind it, it's like, it's almost like it is your theme song of like, yes, I'm Claire. Hey, I also own grounded, like grounded babes mm-hmm. and boom. And you hit them with like a catchphrase. Right. But it's like, you know. So like- yeah, no, I, I feel you. Grounded babes. Um, it's me. It's you. We are grounded babes. And I guess like the way that I <clears throat> started to come up with it, um, you know, like when a plant has new leaves or a new shoot, or something like that. Sometimes they're called pups, um, you know, little babies, whatever. But I don't know. I just, I love the term babe. Um, and then the grounded part came into obviously plants are from the ground. Um, we all understand that. But like, what does being grounded mean to me? Mm-hmm. Being grounded is an individual that is solid mm-hmm. in themselves, that does right, you know, by themselves for the people in their lives and for their community. A grounded individual is somebody that you can trust somebody that I don't like it. It's just, 
I'm having a hard time like thinking about it now, but I just, I, I feel it so much like being a grounded, I am a grounded person. I'm a kind mm-hmm. person. I do write, you know, by myself, like I just said. Yeah. So with that being said, when you're grounded, at least personally speaking for me and you, I know you can attest to this as well mm-hmm. as being a creative, like when we're grounded, that's when we create, mm-hmm. that's when we produce. And in order to be grounded, you need to make sure that your environment is in check. You know, make sure the energy is good. The people in your life are good. The, mm-hmm. You know, what it is that you're doing, is it lighting your soul on fire? Mm-hmm. Is it making you happy? Because when I'm not happy, when I'm doing something that I, I feel I'm not living up to my fullest potential, I start to like feel dull. It's like the whole creative thought process and like following through. And, you know, some of that can be really difficult when you're really stressed and yeah. like, I also think that's another part, like being grounded, especially during quarantine has like stress and figuring out how to manage it. Yeah. Not necessarily pushing it away because stress will always be here, you know, finding different things that help us get back to being grounded as individuals so that we can thrive and create. So when a plant is thriving and it's an environment that she's doing well, she's getting all the nutrients she needs. She's getting sunlight. She's getting it all. She creates babes new leaves, new shoots, and she's thriving and she's fucking living it up. And she's doing a grounded babe. She's a grounded babe. I'm a grounded babe, dude. Like, yes. and, and so are you. And everybody else is too. Like everybody has a chance to be a grounded individual. Mm. We all have that possibility. And like, for me, plants, obviously they're beautiful. And the aesthetic part of them is wonderful, but plants mean so much more to me than just that. Yeah. You know, like we were talking about all the things that they bring, but like the energy is just different in a place like having life. I mean, like, think about it. The place that like the building, Mm -hmm. whoever's listening to this, like you're in a building right now, you're in a room and there isn't really too much life. Like it's, it's just the walls and the ceiling. But when you bring life into a place like your life, you are life as well. So when you bring more life into a place, it just, it raises that vibrational frequency of your space. Yeah. And I, you know, another part of Grounded Babes too, is that like the more that I've been getting into this and like talking about it, I've found that a lot of people are not confident in their ability to take care of a living thing, Hmm. take care of plants. And I want to change that. And my business is, so I'm a personal plant stylist and shopper for people. And I want to empower people and bring people confidence in understanding that they can take care of a plant. It's just about educating yourself. And like, listen, whoever's listening to this, succulents are not the first move. Don't do it. Don't do it. Or succulents orchids. or orchids. Like uh, there are some things like some plants. I think succulents are my kryptonite. I have been successfully taken care of one. So that is changing. But don't shy away from plants if you kill one. I'm turning plants into my life and my career. And I've killed plants before. It's okay. Things happen. It's okay. But like if you understand what to look for and like, once again, this can just translate to your life. If you understand what to look for the signs of a thirsty babe, or she needs more sunlight. Like if you understand what it is that you're looking for, plants can be very communicative. Yeah. They are expressive. They depend on you. They're super expressive. They really are. Lily. Yes. I have a Lily in the corner of my house and, um, or a Lily plant and she's beautiful and she was thriving for a really long time. She still is. But it was crazy that just by changing her location in the room, she was not happy and like mm-hmm. instantly 
And she like, let you know. She instantly. the fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Her leaves are down. And then now she has been so, like, communicative to mm-hmm. me in the sense of, like, if she is dry, like, her leaves instantly go down. And right. then, but it's so cool to then all of a sudden, like, see them rise. Right. Like, literally in front of your eyes. Like, it's crazy, dude, how yes. fast, how fast it happens when you give her what she needs. Yeah. And, uh, like, I'm people can take care of them. And, mm-hmm. you know, once, like... You had hesitancy in the beginning. Oh, totally. Before I first, you know, like planted your place. Like I knew that you had hesitancy, but like we sat down and like I talked to you and I taught you the things to look for. And now, now she's got plants all over the place. I do, but like you got to teach me about the soil and like. It's okay. There was a lot to that. Absolutely. There's There's a a lot lot of nutrients. There is. I just felt like I took like a personal like nutrition class on soil and plants and different minerals and. (laughs) Yes things to you know there's so much to learn about them and that's the reason why I'm turning this into business because I love learning about plants and like all the different things that they need and you know somebody might not share that deep love for learning about plants or really like wanted to devote the time to it but yeah that's where I come in you hire me and not only am I having a bitch in time giving you plants but like <laughs> I'm also going to teach you about them too like I'm going to yeah. take all the hours that I've happily done to learn about them and kind of condense it into something that's more digestible for you as a new Mm. plant mom. And that's, that's really what it is. Like, I just, I want people to have plants in their place because it makes a difference. Dang. That's pretty cool. Like you get to come to people's homes and like assess their, their living and their Mm -hmm. environment. And then you literally customize based off of the environment that people live in Mm -hmm where they can thrive in in the sense of like different plants and like then you still like offer yourself more like wait like you don't have to give up on taking care of them you can Mm -hmm. bring me back a month later or however and you will repot them and give them spa days yes the spa days for the babes (laughs) that's so fun um so what like where do you see if you could have it your way where do you see your business going? Oh, geez, there, I have a lot of goals for myself. And I think that like Grounded Babes is is for the plant business right now, but it is my brand. Okay. Um, but as far as the plant business going, I see myself no longer working at the restaurant, Okay. Um, working for myself fully. And I mean, really like, I see this a business being, fully self-sufficient. Um, I see myself hiring more people as well because I am just one person and it does take a lot of time, but I do also want to branch out into like outdoor plants as well. Cause mm. I don't know my, I don't know those super duper well, but you know, I plan on having a lot of clients. I do. I will have a lot of clients. Plain I will, up. I will bring plants to many people's places both. And that's like, a, that's another really good thing that I, Like, I'm happy that I am going to be offering myself to people of all, I guess, like economic backgrounds. Mm. You know, you have somebody like take a college student, for example, somebody that might be a little bit more limited on budget versus somebody that's a little bit more established. Right. But plants, plants don't care. And Mm. like, you know, I can find you plants. I can find you plants if we're balling on a budget. I can move things around because it's my business. Yeah. And because at the end of the day, I want you to have plants. Obviously, like I 
have a business to run, so I'm not doing this shit for free, but I can work with people. Yeah. I 100% see it as a successful business. I see it branching out in California. I see myself hiring more babes to help people. You know, there's a lot of things. I I also um, see myself coming out with my own like pot line, like not not the metal or the weed, but um, pots like pottery because okay. I, you know, another aspect of it as well. Like when somebody does hire me, I want to talk to them about the type of pottery that they want. Are we looking mm-hmm. for more of a modern design? Are we looking for, you know, something a little bit more bohemian? There's a lot of different aspects that go into styling with plants and, you know, kind of making it cohesive with that person's living environment and already. More of the interior aspect of that. Right. Yeah. Right. And I spend a lot of time looking for different pots of different aesthetic. And there's some, like, sometimes I just don't really find what I'm looking for. So that's going to happen eventually. Um, Yeah. So earlier you had mentioned about being grounded and how that it's really relatable to you and being in the sense of community. So what it is that, that you want to build in the community or within your own little tribe and community that you have? Mm-hmm. Um, well, volunteering has always been like a really, really big part of my life. So it only made sense for me to add, you know, some type of community involvement in Grounded Babes. So what I offer to my clients, I offer a 10% discount to them if they allow me to shop at local nurseries, Mm. local nurseries, um, you know, women owned, people of color owned, just like (sighs) things that are not the large brands, you know, and I do, I, you know, what we talked about like budget earlier and I do completely understand like falling on a budget and you know, plants are expensive. They are. They can be. Yeah, they really can but be. But fake plants are more expensive. Which is just stupid. Stupid fake plants. Get out of here. Um, no, but I, so I'm offering 10% off if they are okay spending a little bit more money. And then that money from the 10% discount that I give them, mm-hmm. it won't go to me. It goes back to um, an organization or a charity every mm-hmm. month. So every month I have a different focus, mm-hmm. you know, domestic violence, you know, um, the environment. Love education, it. the homeless community, you know, LGBTQ community, like there's all these different facets in our community that literally make up our community. And I don't feel like there is enough money or work or even like awareness of these charities out there. And I really want to target smaller charities and organizations that do need help, that mm. do need their name out there. So it would just and the, like I said, like, I won't take any of that profit. Like, and honestly, I've even really been thinking about um, doing more than 10%. But I also need to be aware that this is a business that I'm trying to start. And I yeah. have every intention, every intention of growing it large enough to where the money that I give to these organizations is like a fat chunk. Yeah. Um, so right now that's what I'm doing and like shopping for pottery too. And like one of the amazing things about at least here in Arizona, cause I haven't ventured out to any other States, but there are so many creative people here. Oh yeah. So many creative people that yeah, like it's it, cool. it is, it, it really is. And there's a couple of really, really good 
plant places like Pueblo. Mm-hmm. I am a really, really big fan of Pueblo and they are a little bit more expensive, but it's worth it. Yeah. It's a local business. The people there are just so nice. fucking amazing. They're so yeah. nice, so informative. And like, I want to support something like that. Mm-hmm. I really, really do. Um, so if I can support a small business, but then also support another branch of the community by doing something that I love, I'm going to fucking do it. Yeah. And I, that is something that I really attribute so much of my groundedness to is how much volunteering I did when I was younger. It Mm -hmm. just gives you a different perspective on life. So life, it really forces you to step out of your bubble and, you know, because it is so easy to kind of focus inwardly on all of our stressors and all the personal things going in on our life. When there's somebody very, very close, not just, there's somebody very, very close that is, hasn't had a meal that doesn't have a roof over their head. Yeah. Summer's coming and it's getting hot as fuck here in Arizona. And like they need resources yeah. and they need help regardless of how they got there or what they're doing, you know, whether it be drugs or whatever it is, like they're still people yeah. who need your help and they're still part of our community. And if I'm going to be making money, like I said, then I, I want to be able to help people out. Yeah. And that's, a that's a pillar of grounded babes is being involved in the community. And you know, the larger that we grow, I would definitely like to hold like fundraisers and different events and, you know, all these, all these different things that the opportunities are endless. Mm-hmm. I'm so, I'm so, so, so excited to just make my vision come to life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I do struggle with like finding motivation and following through and just really trying to find time to start this business Yeah, because of my family, like a you know, from on a personal level, like my family gets a lot of my time and like, I love it that way. And, you know, Mm -hmm. they just moved to Phoenix and like, we're dealing with some other things in our family that I will devote my time to Mm -hmm. and nurturing my friendships and my healthy relationships, but also nurturing the relationship with myself Yeah, and not pushing myself too much. And like, you know, really glorifying the hustle culture and the grind culture as in mm-hmm. like, say goodbye to your social life, say goodbye to working yeah. out, say goodbye to all this. Like, no, I'm not saying goodbye to any of that shit. Yeah, absolutely not. Cause that's you me. To be grounded. You need it to be grounded. And there's yeah. no way in hell that I'm going to be able to give all that I want to give to grounded babes to turn it into what it is. If I can't even be there for myself. Yeah. It so, always goes back to you. It does. It really yeah. does. So, I usually do this at the beginning, um, but I am very intentional based person. Mm-hmm. So um, before we close off, um, is there anything that you would like to say in regards to maybe a personal intention that you have for yourself for the month or um, maybe an intention that you have for Grounded Babes? I know you have really said a lot in regards to community and just being a part of a tribe and also giving back because, mm-hmm. you know, what you give back is what you also attract to. So is there any intention that you would like to close off with? I've been recently, I've been, um, so I'll like it, do like little like words of affirmation or like, um, like little mantras for yeah. myself, especially when I'm on my way to work. And I've been really, I've been called to, um, term like clarity. Mm-hmm. I, excuse me, um, this month I will have clarity. I will have motivation and I will have drive. I will be understanding because that's something that I do struggle with is like 
understanding, you know, what it is that I need and like accepting it and being okay with it. But I see success. There will be success this month and all of the months to come. And I'm excited to turn it into what I want to. It will happen. And I, I feel it, dude, I feel it. Like it's just that fire in me. And that's, yeah, that's pretty much it. Just clarity and yeah, I don't know. I know you guys can't see me right now, but I just have a a big, like, goofy smile because I feel it in my bones. And that's sexuality. That's sexy. Yes, it is sexy. It is sexy. Are you turned on? <laughs> yes, bro, because I want to be all about that train. And um, Claire has been helping me ground my house. And um, I have quite a few babes of my own now. And it mm -hmm. definitely has really transformed my life in the sense of, having that routine, making mm -hmm. time of, oh my gosh, they look dry. Like, let me, and it gets me outside. It gets me moving. So I'm really grateful for you. And I'm really grateful for the babes. And, uh, I'm and it very... feels good too. When you see a new leaf, you're like, yeah, damn, like, look at me. Fuck, I'm taking care of them. Yes. <laughs> Plant mom. Plant mom. Yes. So I'm going to go ahead. Um, this is something that I have done on the last podcast episode. And um, when I was featured on a podcast episode with my girlfriend, Seema, she did this activity with me and I just, I loved it. I thought it was really, really fun. Okay. So it's called the 36 questions that led to love. So it's a New York times um, article, but go ahead and choose a number from one to 36. Oh God. Seven. <laughs> okay. Uh, choose another one. <laughs> you know what no actually no let's ask it oh god yeah it's a weird one do you have a secret hunch about how you will die right oh, that's a little morose um no i don't <laughs> i don't because i'm not afraid of death okay this another number 22 okay okay Alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner. Okay, but you're not, you're single. She doesn't have a partner. She's single. She's a grounded babe. She's a grounded Damn babe. It. Okay, no, another, all another right. one. Um, <laughs> um, 11. Oh, I just choked. It was disgusting. Oh, God. Choose another one. It's about your partner. What the hell? Um, three. Is it about a partner? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say and why? <laughs> um, well, I hate being on the phone first off. Okay. Um, I mean, like, not really. I guess it just depends on the call. If it's no, but not, no, I don't. I just like, even if it's kind of like an intense call I think you're... or something that needs to happen, like, I'll just figure it out on the way. Like I, I don't, I don't really need to rehearse because I think when I do rehearse, I get in my head. Yeah. And then it sounds too rehearsed. I got you. Like I just. You should just start off with your full name. Just how you said it to me earlier. It was so sexy and everything. What? Um, like your full name. My full name. Yeah. Uh, Clara Natalia Torres. Oh! I would answer that phone any day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm weak. 
Wait, I want to do another one. Um, oh gosh. <laughs> wait, pick a, pick another one. Okay, pick no, you one. pick. Okay. It has to come from you. Okay, okay. Um, twenty-seven. You know, these break these up into portions. I wonder if I'm doing this wrong. Okay. If you were going to become a close friend with your partner, please share what would be important for him or her to know. <laughs> um, that I really, really function and like pretty much like need all the relationships, whether it be friendship or romantic uh, relationships in my life they function based off of honesty mm -hmm. and communication. And I know that like, yeah, those are, you know, big things for everybody, but I, I want to be able to be that person for somebody uh, where they feel comfortable enough. And they like, we have created a safe space between the two of us mm -hmm. to communicate about whatever it is that they're feeling. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think just to answer that question would be that, I am a safe space for you to talk, you know, for you to speak freely about what's on your heart and what's on your mind. And I want that same thing because Lord knows that I fucking speak my truth all the time. And like, <laughs> and I want somebody that is she's, capable of receiving it. She's a loud one. She's a loud one. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I, I would say that. Okay. What about you? I'm interested in your answer for that. Oh gosh. Um, I think for any relationship. Yeah. Just like speak your truth and just, um, I don't know. I'm so about the flaws, like whatever it is that you have gone through. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people shy away from their actual true story because they fear rejection or they self-sabotage or whatever. And there's no need to. And that mm -hmm. again, like I'm a safe place too. And like you can share any form of light. And if I care about you and especially if we're in an intimate relationship, like, I'm kind of like that ride or die, you mm -hmm. know, type yeah. of thing. So I think that would be my, I love that. I try girl. Yeah, yeah you know. we do. We all try and that's really all that we can do. Yeah. It's all we can expect of ourselves. So on that note, where can everyone find you? What's the best way to keep in tabs with grounded babes and you on a personal level? Yes. Um, Instagram. Okay. You can follow me at my personal page at Claire Natalia with an underscore. And then you can also follow grounded babes. The same thing on Instagram at grounded babes. And if you follow my page, Claire, the link for grounded babes is in there as well. And I would just love to have you like follow me and follow along on this journey, like with grounded babes and also just with the things that I talk about every single day on Instagram. Um, yeah, I'm here for it. Cool. Be a part of our community, be a part of our tribe. And um, thank you so much for doing this. Yeah. Like, I I just I love this. Aww. This is great. Let us rise. So I will put everything into today's episode's um, showcase notes. So you can go ahead and give Grounded Bates a follow along with Miss Claire. And she's pretty fucking hilarious. I love watching her. <laughs> um, just really on a personal level. Um, so thank you again, guys, for hopping on for another episode. Um podcast is a pretty interesting and new journey for myself so i appreciate anyone who is listening and tuning into these and uh until next time hola mommies and let us rise <laughs>